Hello and welcome into my cat's least favorite podcast, the Dynasty Dogs Podcast, brought to you by Win Daily. I'm your host, Rich Mack. It's here alongside me, as always, is Michael Anthony. And we've got some breaking Dynasty Dog news. Michael and I are happy to announce that we've been invited to the 2024 Reese's Senior Bowl as part of the media. Um, pretty big deal for us. It's uh, I know it's been a goal of ours. I know it's been a goal of Mike's for sure to get down there and take a look at these uh, young cats. Um, what do you think, Mike? So it's it's like I said when we you and I started talking to Tony, uh, one of the top heads at Win Daily Sports, uh, about you know our goals for this podcast. This was one of the goals I had mentioned uh, going down to Mobile for the Senior Bowl, and it's just. It's amazing that uh, we're in this spot that we are, you know, being so new to this space, which, you know, is, is, it's really cool to get this opportunity and be so new. And it's just, I want to thank the Reese's Senior Bowl for giving us this opportunity and Win Daily for putting us in this position. Right, right. Yeah, I'm excited. And I want to thank them as well. Um, just to see and take it all in, you know what I mean? You know, I don't really know what to expect. Um, as far as interview wise or process wise, but to be able to, you know, see these guys, the future stars of, you know, the, the sport that we talk about every single week, um, it's pretty cool. It's pretty decent. Um, and I think it's a great opportunity for us, especially, you know, wanting to grow in this, um, space that we're in and, uh, yeah, it's great. I'm excited. If you, uh, any listeners out there have any questions you guys would like to bounce off us to use for the interview processes down while we're down there, send them over. Cause like, like Brent Absolutely. Said, we're both brand new at this shit. So yeah. um, I've been starting to like, you know, kind of get my questions ready. You know, I'm going to start finding some people that have done this before or are going to do this and kind of bounce questions off them so we can kind of learn and get ready to do this. Cause uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. There are some players I'm extremely excited to see. A lot of them are wide receivers. Uh, there is only right now two running backs that have been announced for the senior bowl. Uh, Marshawn Lloyd from USC. And I can't remember the other one off the top of my head. Marshawn Lloyd can play. I forget the other guy, unfortunately, but there's a few wide receivers that I'm interested. Uh, Johnny Wilson, Florida state wide receiver, six, foot, like, basically he's six foot seven. Yeah. Big Phil is right. What's he run? Do you know? Oh, uh, dude, I don't know. Um, that's actually a good question. I would have to look into that, but he is such a fluid mover and he just catches everything. It's going yeah. to be interesting to see a guy at that size play wide receiver in the NFL. It's almost like when we're kids and you make the mad right. players like seven yeah. foot tall and just, you know, destroying the computer. But it, it's going to be interesting. Xavier Leggett from South Carolina, another guy I'm interested in seeing another big body wide receiver. He's, he's a, a big a big, massive man, to yeah. be honest with you. And Brandon Rice, Jerry Rice's son from USC is going to be I was going to say, uh, Jerry Rice's uh, son is going to be in there. That's going to be decent. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty cool to say the least, even if he's, you know, you don't know anywhere. We don't know anywhere where he's projected, do you? Uh, so I recently kind started of watching him. him. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I re- recently started watching him. I haven't, I don't really have enough right now to kind of give like a, a right. grade on him because i literally yesterday turned on his all 22 film and you know mm. the issues with the uh the household dynasty dogs have kind of yeah <laughs> taking control the inmates are running the asylum right. <laughs> uh but yeah it's gonna it's gonna be cool to see uh, you know i i 
just looking at you know what other people have said about him, I'm going to say probably second, third round wide okay. receiver. That's just basing it off what I've seen online. I don't, you know. All right? Does he have right? I mean, I, yeah, I'm curious. I got to look that up. Like how how big he is and what like if you compare him to he's six three, I believe. Okay, is so what probably... I saw last. Let me. I'll tell you in two seconds. But. Uh, They're roughly the same measurables. Yes, so he is 6'3", 210, is what they have listed here. Okay, uh, Jerry was 6'2", 200, so roughly the same. One thing I did notice, by the way, uh, turning on the few minutes of game film that I watched, he, he dances a lot at the line mm-hmm. of scrimmage. Like, his release off the line is, like, a lot of, like, movement. And yeah. I feel like there's, it's you know... That scene in uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, Paul Rudd is telling him, do less. You're doing too much. Do less. <laughs> and I feel yeah. that's, I f- that's what I feel like watching him. But hey, like, look, we will never be in his position. So, no. you know, it's going to be cool to see. It's going to be and I, have a, like an actual physical look at these guys. Right. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. To, to be on like, you know, right in front of them to see it, like the action unfold in front of us is going to be pretty awesome. Because mm-hmm. last year Tank Dell was making because I I was just scrolling through Twitter and like seeing people post videos of him mm-hmm. absolutely annihilating everybody. Now he's doing it in the NFL. Yeah, so I'm excited to see that. It's cool. It's cool to see the progression. But yeah, that's our uh, that's our breaking news. We're gonna get into some. Uh, we're gonna get into some injuries. We're gonna get into some games. We might even get into some uh, firings. Might. If, uh, yeah, well, is Might that is that pretty big news? Is that big news? I don't know. Yeah, I think that's pretty big news because we talked about it last week briefly. Briefly. <laughs> and, oh yeah, speaking of last week, we're also going to give a little rundown on our um our draft we did last week for the old YouTube. But um, yeah, what do you want to get into first? Let's get into the let's get in the old charges. Okay, yeah, I was going to say, is it is it is it is it you know breaking news or is it? In other news, the 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 sun came up today. We kind it's of about expected damn time. It. Yeah, right. We kind of expected this to happen. That guy couldn't coach himself out of a paper bag. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. But you know what? I the the main thing that stuck out to me when they fired him is this is going to be either third or fourth head coach for um for Herbert in five years. I think it's his I third. Think it's, I think it's the second or third. Yeah, it should be the third. Third sounds right. It's like uh, you know, you're just screwing that kid. You know, with coach after coach after coach after coach, this guy, you could you could tell. You should have got rid of him earlier in the season, you know? So last night they got absolutely shellacked, is which I imagine kind of was the final nail in yeah. the coffin of Brandon Staley as a head coach. You know, 63-21 right. to 21 to the Raiders is unacceptable behavior. Well, let's – this that's good. And let's talk about this, though. Six – how about Antonio uh, Antonio Pierce on the other side of the the field? Yeah. You know what I mean. So you see the rise of him and how the Raiders have taken off, and the absolute you know shit show that has been the Chargers. So it's like a tale of two you know two cities last night. Um, yeah, and, and let's also talk about this: how important Justin Herbert is to that team. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Easton Stick couldn't like <laughs> couldn't do anything. Couldn't abs. Couldn't no. anything going like. <laughs> I, I get, you know, losing pretty badly when your star quarterback is out, but they're mm-hmm. it's sixty three twenty one. 
that oh shows me your entire team was just not prepared. Right. And, and what, you didn't and when do did your they, job during the week. When did they start? They started scoring late, didn't they? Like, I, I, I didn't get a chance oh, to watch the Chargers? it. Chargers? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it like, was like I think the it was like halftime. it was like forty three to nothing. But I was like, holy at shit! At halftime, yeah, yeah. And, it, and it was happening quickly because, like, I remember there was probably three or four minutes left before halftime, and it was like thirty one nothing. And then all of a sudden, it was forty two. I was like, how the hell right. did we get here? <laughs> yeah, that was a uh, congratulations to anyone who started Aiden O'Connell. Congratulations to started <laughs> who started anybody on the Raiders offense. Zamir White, Zamir White, yeah. Uh, yeah, Devontae Adams. Like they all had a game. really good game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but so I did see earlier on Twitter there are some betting odds. Uh, you know, I'm just going to give you a few of them. I'm not going to go through everybody. I'm just going to go through the main ones right now. The betting favorite is Bill Belichick to be the next head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers. What do you think about that? I mean, I can I can see it happening. I but I I feel like the guy that's probably second on the list is who's going to get it. But um you know, Who Bill, do you think Belichick's second on the list? I want to ask I'm, you that. My guess would be Kellen Moore would be the second. Okay. Yeah, I could I could see that. I could um, see that. But, but I mean I will before you go in, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off, good. but no, you're good. It would be it was it's surprising to me that he wasn't announced as the interim head coach. And you know what? You say that I read because uh, I thought the same thing before they hired Giff or Griff or Giraffe or whoever the hell the guy's <laughs> name is. You seen it was um, he didn't want to. He removed his name from the contention for interim because he didn't want to screw his chances of getting a head coaching job somewhere else. Oh, so maybe he's not. Yeah, yeah. maybe he's not so really that's interested what I, in keeping this right. job. It could be because I mean, I mean, it's a smart move if you think about it. He's just keeping his options open, you know. Mm-hmm. If a good, you know, an enticing job like maybe Carolina, if he thinks that's an enticing job, I don't know <sighs> really why you would think that with the dumpster fire that's the ownership. But um, you know, maybe a Pittsburgh opens up. Um, let's see, where else would we think? Maybe Chicago opens it. up. New yeah. England. New England, obviously. Um. But yeah, that'd be I would I would think that's why he's doing that. But um as far as Bill Belichick, he's a you know, he's the 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 shiny new toy that's finally coming off. Shiny new toy, but he's Well, he's been in New England for you know like 150 the, years. He's like the meme of uh Andy dropping Woody <laughs> on the floor. I don't want to play with you anymore. That's what New England is yeah. doing. Um, yeah. But see it's interesting that he's the betting favorite is because they didn't just fire Brandon Staley. They fired their GM, too. And Bill yeah. Belichick has been historically a bad general manager. Oh, like my the God. draft like, picks are like awful. The worst. Because it's like he is a genius on the, you know, on the field, right? Mm-hmm. Like he, his scheme is either that or, you know, he cheats, obviously. Like it's a proven fact that he is a cheater. Um, Being cheating, he ain't trying, it, I guess. Yeah, right. But his his draft picks, he tries to you know out outthink everyone, kind of mm. like what Howie did when he's like just taking everyone that that isn't SEC. He's like, let me go here to Newman University and see with their offensive line. <laughs> they don't have a football team, but it's okay. Yeah. We'll take someone else from there. <laughs> they don't have a football team. No, 
I actually didn't know that. That's that's. No. I mean, it doesn't surprise me, but it kind of does at the same time. Unfortunately, <laughs> I just not. imagine every college has a football team. But that, that would that, be nice. I know that's. I know that's. Like, not I'd be in the NFL realistic. by now because I would have started for Newman. <laughs> Why can't I play quarterback? I was all Newman, all Newman University. <laughs> I just I just eat popcorn. Hot hot hike. Some other guys on this list are uh, Harbaugh. Jim, Jim Hardballs, yeah, okay. from uh, from Michigan. I so speaking of a, cheaters, <laughs> yeah, uh, there's a big rumor that he's been enamored with Justin Herbert. So I, I think there's, I think that's the reason why his name has been floating around. Um, Lincoln Riley is another one. Uh, Kellen Moore, she mentioned, and Brian Johnson, the uh, OC for the Detroit Lions. Oh damn it. I think he meant Brian Johnson, the OC from the Eagles. I'm like, oh, go, no. please go, God. please go, please go. <laughs> no. Take it. They would, they um, would not. Well, who knows? Maybe they would. Where's Lincoln Riley at? Is he at USC? USC, yeah. Okay. I mean, He's not the head coach, right? Yeah, he is. Is he? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so those are the interesting <laughs> names. But, you know, whoever – so I read earlier today – that they are forty-two million over the cap. So whoever inherits that GM and head coach is got to make some like really difficult decisions. Yeah, because it's not it's not it's lack ugly. it's not for like lack of trying, right? Like they, no. they have a solid. They have a re- if you look at the pa- paper, you have a solid team in front of you. You got Herbert. You got that Jo Austin Eckler who. Let's get back to that game for a second. Popped up and pointed to, did the first down. Uh, Point and when he's getting freaking destroyed. Hey, we are not going to slander that man's name on this. Podcast. Oh, I can't. I can't. Man, st- I, I can't stand him. Cares about your fantasy team. Oh yeah, yeah. I know. I know he does. He, that, that's why every time I'm I'm top four in redraft, I'm like avoiding that dude like the plague, and it's been <laughs> beneficial for me every year. Um, but he, he's decent when he plays in his five games, um, and then gets uh, demoted to whoever has the hot hand. They got you know good wide receivers. Uh, um. Yeah, Keenan Allen's been solid his entire yeah, career. Keenan Allen has been very, very good. But I think Quentin Johnson I mean, is an up and coming superstar. We both know that. Um, <laughs> he had a touchdown, I guess. <laughs> See, I told you that's all he needed. He, uh, he caught. He, no, more importantly, he caught the touchdown. He caught the ball. Yeah, that that. He's like, could you just imagine what going through that dude's head every time the ball comes? Through? Oh like, my for the god, it's gonna happen again. You ever see in green? What is it in green? Uh, gridiron gang? Is it gridiron gang? He's like, please catch it. Please catch it. Please catch it. <laughs> oh no, that's a sand. That's a sandlot. He's like, oh, that's please right. catch yeah. it. Please catch it. Please. That's him. Um, who else they got? They got Khalil Mack, who's a, a monster. They got uh, yeah, Bosa. but he's. I think he's. He's on his he's, way out. Yeah, he's t- he's tailing off, but Bosa can't really stay healthy. Uh, Samuel Junior, Sante Samuel Junior. Yeah, that's another one. Um, oh, their safety, Derwin James, is like one mm-hmm. of the best safeties in football. It doesn't make any sense to me that no. this team is bad in, in any way, shape, or form. Mm-mm. But it's you know it's an older team. I guess that's part of the reason. It's an you know usually banged up team, which I guess has part to it. But they they have like the superstar main talent. Around them, which is just right. odd. Yeah, and it's just not clicking. So yeah, they got like old and they got a mi- they got a mix, old and young. But they need to like get a, get a grip and start building really around uh, Herbert and like f- ask him for his input, dude. To be honest, I think this 
So we haven't mentioned anything about Dynasty just yet. Um, beside the Reese's Senior Bowl stuff. But I actually think this firing helps Justin Herbert's Dynasty value more than it hurts it. Because you imagine if we had to go through another year of Brandon Staley as his head coach. Oh, God. I don't think he would make it that whole year, to be honest <laughs> with you. Like, get me out of here. <laughs> For the love of God, please get me out of here. Yeah. I, I so Or he I, wouldn't I'm, resign. You and I have kind of gone back and forth when it comes to Justin Herbert, because I'm a Herbert guy. You're a Trevor Lawrence guy. Has yes. your opinion changed on the two of them when it comes to no, dynasty? No, I, I, think, I think Trevor um, Lawrence is going to be better than him. I got to really? stand by that, man. that. Yep, I got to stand by cool? it. Now, hold on, time out. Take your dynasty team out of this. Say you don't have yeah. Trevor Lawrence on your team. Are you still standing by that? Because in in theory, you didn't have a chance to take Trevor Lawrence or Justin Herbert. You you had Trevor Lawrence available, so you took you made the yeah. right pick. But if you had the choice between the two, would you still have made the same choice, or would you have gone with? Yeah, Herbert? just because I I like I like Lawrence's team better. I like Lawrence's coach That's better, fair. obviously. Um, they so have, it, it not, they have some uh, some some issues on that team because it always seems like they're this close. But then they just kind mm-hmm. of start falling apart, and that's the Doug Peterson thing that you know we saw here. Yeah, after the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree with that. But I mean, I think they're just a few pieces away. I like Kirk on that team. Um, Ingram bringing him back is really solid. I like Etienne better than I like Eckler. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, I don't did I say that? Woo-win. I don't think that's a woo anymore. No, Etienne's very touchdown. Okay. So. Yeah. Um. Did Zay Jones isn't Ridley? bad. Calvin Ridley, he's he's not had he, the season I definitely thought he was going to have, but I mean, I still think it's again he's been out of football for a minute. So sure. give him a season to get back, get back to to the you know get back on the horse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't disagree. I, I he has some he's had some very impressive games, and then he just kind of disappears for like three yeah. or two in a row, and right. then he'll come back again. But you are right. It's probably part of the, you know, getting the dust off. But what I what I what I will say, I think Justin Herbert has looked better with less than Trevor Lawrence has. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Because you know, Mike Williams hasn't played. Keenan Allen has been in and out. You know, banged mm-hmm. up. Austin Eckler ha- has been banged up. You know, he's out there. Quentin Johnson, Gerald Everett, and Donald Parham. A lot of yeah. the time. Oh, Joshua Palmer, who I think is very solid. Yeah. He steps up in games when he needs to, they need him to step up. That's for sure. <laughs> like their first point. Their first yeah. points yesterday. Just, right. just ran a vert wide open. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, hey. It's like, oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you want to get into some injury news now that we're uh, the first week of the playoffs and it's just everyone's <laughs> losing legs and concussions and it's everything just, right yeah. now. Well, for me, I'm getting hit with a, oh, one more game with uh, Jonathan Taylor. I'm like, dude, oh, I dude, really, really, really need you, man. It's like, well, you, like it, it, it seems like that happens though, right? Like every year you're like, you get to the playoffs and your star player goes, oh, there mm-hmm. he goes. You know, so because you said that I had to make a move in a contender league where I have like a plethora of wide receivers and I really needed a running back to go with Kamara because Jonathan Taylor, you know, missing Mm -hmm. this week and possibly next week, who knows? 
Uh, I had to make a move for Joe Mixon, so I traded a uh, Marvin Mims and a third for Joe Mixon, which, you know, uh, I'm selling out to win a championship. I don't even think so. I don't even think. Well, I no, mean, I your really team. I don't think so either. Because, like, Mixon, Mixon's probably got some, another year. But give some context to that. Like, I mean, you're, you're you know, give, your wide receivers are like, you have stacked wide receivers. Yeah, so my so wide like, receivers are, I'm just going to go off the top of my head, Jamar Chase, CD Lamb, St. Brown, JSN, Cortland Sutton, uh, guys like Tank Dell, uh, and somebody else are out. So how did I you still even acquire have, people like that? Like, I traded. Like you have you have no first round picks for the next fifty two years or something, but no, I don't have any picks this year. But I have all my picks after that. Nice. Uh, my tight end is Sam Laporta. I have Baker Mayfield and Jared Goff at quarterback, which doesn't sound great, but it it works because they're both going to have you know solid quarterback points that my wide receivers will just keep me afloat. And, and how many years in is this? This is the first year. Is it? Okay. Mm-hmm. This was a startup I did in February. Oh, my other wide receiver, who I didn't even mention, who I drafted in the 24th round of that startup, Puka Nakua. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so it's just... That's a pretty I've solid got, team. Yeah, I've got a diamond rough of yeah. you know wide receivers. You must be playing with people who have like no idea like what's going on, but... <laughs> That's like I, so I, I kind of decided, so I went a different route than a lot of people. And, and this is actually a, a sometimes I, I've done this, sometimes I haven't. Uh, in a super flex league where I go heavy, elite, wide receiver mm-hmm. and grab the, here, we're going to talk about this later, the game manager quarterbacks mm-hmm. after. You know, the mm-hmm. Jared Goffs, the Baker Mayfields, the guys who are going to get me steady production. Yeah. But then I have the elite wide receiver talent on top of it. So in that draft, I went, um, my first pick, I don't know what pick it was. My first pick was Chase, and then I came back and got Lamb. Okay. That's so, pretty solid, yeah. Yeah. So I was happy. And then how did that. you get, would you trade for St. Brown? Yeah, so I traded Tank Dell and... I think Tank Dell and Pitt, Kyle Pitts, which seems like a lot, but you know Kyle Pitts really hasn't done anything yet. Kyle Pitts is like well, you, like a a game away from being a bust for me, dude. It's like uh, he had a good week last week, but um, Tank Dell is a very very good wide receiver. But neither one of those have reached the levels of a Monroe St. Brown no. right now. And now that's I my an elite trio of wide receivers and Puka Nakua. So. I feel pretty damn good about that. And JSN, who who I think in a year will be, you know, pretty solid. Well, I don't fuck the picks. You know what I mean? I feel like the yeah. Ram. Fuck the yeah. picks. I got right. all the wide receiver talent I could use. And then you know, if something goes fucking wrong, which hopefully it won't, I'll start right. moving those pieces. You know? Yeah. Yeah, and then you're in. Uh, you're in like dynasty strategy one hundred and one. Yeah, you're in freakout mode if uh, something. If your if your team like starts to shit the bed, it's like oh god, I have no picks. <laughs> I, oh god. I mean that's possible, but like I've got enough elite talent where I could just reload in minutes. Yeah, right. Yeah, that makes you know. sense. Part of me actually. Yeah. So I put the so a sidebar with that. You know, we got a lot to talk about, but there, I put a poll out the other day, yesterday. 
who has more dynasty value, Jamar Chase or B. John Robinson? I think I remember you think you saw that. Uh, mm-hmm. I think you voted Chase, correct? Yeah, I took Chase. So I want to ask you why. The reason why I, just, I go ahead. Good. No, I'll let you answer. That. I'll let you answer. I shouldn't have gone right. into. It. I shall let you answer that. I just think it's like I just go off the body of work that I've seen mm-hmm. so far, as to what I've not seen so far with Bijan. I mean, did I take Bijan in every one of my leagues except for the one that we're in? Yes, but I do feel as though you know I just need to see more from him. Whereas I've seen any everything I need to see from Chase for me to make that decision. Okay. I mean, you know what I mean? He's the next, I think he is going to be one of the next guys. Um, Like one of those that you talk about, you know, 10 years from now, like we talk about Randy Moss or we talk about T.O. You know what I mean? Okay. I feel like he's the next, the next in that line. I don't think you're wrong uh, at all in any stretch of imagination. I think you could, if you were to trade Chase for Bijan, you could probably get plus on top of Bijan. Now, what that plus is, I have no idea. Because that was what what I was thinking in my brain. Like, what could I get on top of Bijan to move Chase? You know what I mean? Like, in my brain, I couldn't figure it out because that poll was absolutely one-sided. Mm-hmm. But right now, Bijan's running back eight on the season. So it's I, yeah. I think people think but he's been I mean, shit in the bed. No, yeah, it's just I think it's just the whole Arthur Smith and that guy's a sure. a, a goofball. I, I, I just. The offense, none of it makes any sense. None of that offense makes any sense to me. Right. You know what I mean? You you got Drake London who you play Love and him. then you you sit, but as soon as you sit him, he goes <laughs> off for twenty nine <laughs> fucking points. I still won. Um, you got Kyle Pitts who's a an athletic freak, and you don't utilize him. You throw you're throwing to my grandpa Johnu Smith. And you Tyler know, Algier, you got, who I mean, you got solid, you, you, t- but... you take right you take Bijan at seven. And then you're going to use Tyler Algier. So, and then you got the shitty quarterback that is Desmond Ritter. So it's like none of that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. I think they need a new coach, and I think they need a new quarterback. And then you know they're good as you know good as gold. But it's just it's such an that team is such an anomaly. Much like you know the Chargers, who have great pieces, they just don't. It doesn't make any sense. What? Honestly, I think Arthur Smith is a a decent NFL coach, but a horrible coach for fantasy football. Like you just talked about. Yeah. Like that yeah. dude is doing, you know, he's keeping that team afloat with Desmond Ritter. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're but still, you know what I mean? Contention. But I, we, I see you, I see your point there, but like they said, you say keeping them afloat with Desmond Ritter. They have plenty of opportunities to take a quarterback. True. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's like, right. it's like, right. it's like that meme. And it's like the, the kids riding the bicycle and he sticks the stick in the wheel. And it's like, oh, I can't believe this happened, but he did it to himself. Like yeah. you're like, okay, here's some quarterbacks. I'm going to take Kyle Pitts. Here's some quarterbacks. I'm not going to trade back. I'm going to take Bijan Robinson. I'm going to take. Uh, what else they take? I forget. They did. It. I think they did it three years in a row. I thought they were going to take quarterback, but they do it to themselves. And it's like, well, look at him do a great job with Desmond Ritter. Well, hello, that was you who did it. Like, right? You could have. Right. You could have avoided this. Right. Um, and not for nothing, his goddamn mustache is annoying. He's got the state trooper stash. He's got the friggin' the guy. He's got the 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 Farva mustache or the damn Flanders. Hadley diddly diddly. <laughs> I was like, wait, the who? <laughs> Ned Flanders, yeah. Um, Ned Flanders or Farva from uh, some super troopers. 
<laughs> oh, that's right. I didn't even think of that. It, yeah. I thought you were saying Brett Favre, but you were making fun of him. I don't know <laughs> no. why. I, was like, I don't remember Favre with a mustache at all. But <laughs> Favre. <laughs> we got really off topic. Let's you know these injuries are a plentiful right now. Um, CJ Stroud doubtful for this week. Nico Collins is looking like he's out. Isaiah Pacheco is out. Brian Robinson is out. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson is out. Madison is out. Hayden Hurst is out. Jefferson's questionable. DJ Moore is questionable. AJ Dillon, I believe it says questionable, but I believe I saw he's out. Aaron Jones is questionable. Chris Olave is questionable. This and a is, partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pepperidge Farms remembers when our teams were healthy going into the playoffs. This is absolutely fucking ridiculous, man. Yeah. Give us a break. Like is it, Jonathan so do Taylor, they, like, I didn't even mention him. Justin Herbert I was out thinking, for the season? Like, <laughs> our pets' heads are falling off? Oh, damn it. You beat me to it. <laughs> we got no food. We got no jobs. Our pets' heads are falling off. <laughs> what are we doing here, Harry? <laughs> this begs, begs the question, again, a shower thought 101. I was thinking, I'm like, hmm, has it ever been done to do like a, 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 short, a short season uh, fantasy football league, like, does that is that a thing? You I think that I mean? would drive like, me insane. So if like, like ended so by week instance, ten or something, yeah, like ended by like week eight, like you have oh. like Ugh. like play like everyone's finally healthy, you just ram right through it, like week week like eight, nine, and ten, or like the playoffs. See, my I, I don't think that, that's ever been done. I mean, it's an interesting concept for fantasy football, but I feel like a lot of injuries happen in the first like three weeks. Because of like yeah. getting used to it, so mm-hmm. by week four you're fucking holding on for dear life yeah. again. <laughs> Halfway so either through, way, <laughs> yeah. Either way, you're screwed. So yeah, I, that's an interesting we, concept. But we it, should do that just, for like not for not for big money, just for like just ten for like, bucks. That'd be fun. Yeah, that's actually yeah. You know, ended at week ten and over the best. I don't know if I wonder if you can Wanna do that in settings. You're, you're a league manager. Yeah, that'd be fun. No, God, no. We would get no points. <laughs> no points anywhere. Or Yeah, right? Like you have to draft like Carson Strong. Oh. Uh, but yeah, this is actually one of the worst injury seasons I've ever seen. I, it feels like I could be way off, but it just feels mm-hmm. horrible. Yeah, it's been it's been riddled. Um, I know I've been decimated at the running back position between and now this is spanning through all my teams with Taylor. Um, our league, Dobbins. I lost Nick Chubb and Dobbins back to back with then Kyron Williams, who was hurt for a minute. So it's like mm-hmm. in Dynasty this this year um, being my first year doing it. Pick it was, it was two, a, baby. There you go. Baby, there we go, dude. Marvin's coming. It's going to be Marvin's <laughs> room. My team's name is going to be Marvin's room next year. Um, oh. You're going to be a but very my, sad team. I know. And you know what's going to happen? I'm going to be even sadder when he goes one and I got Caleb Williams. That's what's going to happen. Oh, don't I mean, I guess, it, I guess that's a, a, a not going to be a terrible problem, but no. I've been thinking since about week four, I'm like, I'm going to get Marvin Harrison Jr., baby. <laughs> I'm drafting him. I'm taking him. And we'll see. Um, Speaking of that, do you want to kind of go into our, you know, our draft <laughs> recap from our live show? Yeah, do you got the 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 notes? Yeah, so I've got I've got some uh, notes on that. Um, we did a live show uh, this past Sunday with TJ Blake of the Dynasty DNA. Make sure you guys you know follow them, uh, check out their podcast. They're some great dudes. They've got 
you know, episodes coming out like three or four times a week with, you know, their primary pod, their, uh, their dynasty mm-hmm. debate show. There's just a lot going on there. Make sure you check those guys mm-hmm. out. They're great dudes. Um, but you know, to recap a little bit of this past show, it was fun, man. It It's fun. Startup season is fun and it was fun, a fun exercise to kind of throw these, um, possible 2024 prospects in because we don't necessarily know if a lot of these guys are coming out yet, just yet, um, they could go back to school, but it's, it's, it's fun to start getting yourself ready. Uh, for your rookie drafts, because a lot of us, you know, Rich just talked about how, you know, he's out of the playoffs. He's the 102. You know, he can start his rookie process now. I'm in a uh, a league or two where, you know, I didn't make the playoffs. I started gearing for that a few weeks ago. And, um, I, you know, I'm starting into my rookie process as well. So, you know, it, it was a fun exercise. Did you enjoy that? I did, and you know what was cool? It was the first time that we actually went live um, mm-hmm. with the That's Dynasty Dogs. That. So that was it was an experience. It's definitely something to get used to, but it's it's definitely cool. It's you got it's one of those things where you got to jump right in and um, you know get your feet wet, and dive into it. It was uh, I liked it, and I think we should do it again in the future. Yeah, I think we definitely we definitely will. And it was cool that you know people you know friends of ours mm-hmm. uh, you know people from the internet, the interwebs, the X Force or whatever that joined <laughs> us. Uh, watching, drafting, all that stuff. Uh, you know, by the way, also make make sure you check out our brand new YouTube channel, the Dynasty Dogs YouTube. Uh, that is, you know, these podcasts are going to start being posted there as well. We might not post one every single week because, you know, we don't want to, we don't want to, you know, scare you with our beautiful faces too, too much. <laughs> but, you know, we are going to be posting on there pretty regularly. Uh, but, you know, to go over this draft, you know, some notes... Stroud went at the 104, which I thought was partly surprising and partly not. Uh, what did you think about that? Well, what pick What pick did I have? I took three, right? Yeah, so you had the 103. So here's how I just wanted to look at it before I went, before I forget. Jalen Hurts went one, which was surprising. Uh, mm-hmm. Not surprising, but it was surprising by the person who took it, Bob, who was a Steelers fan who hates the Eagles. He took them. But anyway. Uh, 102 was Pat Mahomes, and then three, you went Josh Allen, and then four was C.J. Stroud, taking him ahead of guys like Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert. Um, what do you think of that? Um, I We kind of talked about it on live, but let's talk about it here as well. Yeah, um, I thought it was it was, it was was definitely a bold move um, to put all your eggs in one basket there. Um, ahead of guys like Joe Burrow, I... I mean, I don't see any, it may be a hot take, but I'm probably taking Trout ahead of, you know, Barrow, Amy. He has, he's, he's, is he injury prone? You know what I mean? Like, what do you, what do you say? He's been hurt going back to, you know, LSU. He's Mm -hmm. just get, he gets hurt every year. It seems like, um, and besides this, this, this week, obviously, because CJ Stroud's hurt, he's been, he's been, you know, he's pretty healthy quarterback and this is through no fault of his own that he's hurt. You know what I mean? It's a concussion. You can't do anything about that. Um, But he just puts up the points. So that's what you look for, right? That's why I picked Josh Allen, because Josh Allen puts up the points. Mm -hmm. I would have taken, personally, I was going to take Jalen Hurts at three if he was there, but he went way early, I thought, at one. Um, Right. I would have taken, I was going to take him at three. So Josh Allen was kind of like a shoot from the hip pick. 
because I was so taken aback by that. Um, but as far as CJ Shroud ahead of guys like Herbert and um, Burrow, this season, <laughs> man, he's done pretty much everything perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you think of it? So I, I actually have nothing wrong with it. Right. I am at the point where I think he belongs in the uh, tier of Burrow and Justin Herbert. He's done enough for me to put him there. He's QB eight on the year right now. And for a rookie, that's, you know, very, very good, especially mm-hmm. with, you know, how we thought the Texans were going to look in general. Right. Yeah. Um, I thought they were going to win a game. <laughs> uh, I definitely think he belongs in that same tier of a Burrow and a Herbert. Personally, I think I probably it would be a toss up for me between Stroud and Herbert, and then Burrow. So okay. it would for me it would be Stroud, Bur- uh, Stroud, Herbert, Burrow. But you could interchange Herbert and Stroud okay, yeah. for me. I think Burrow being last make definitely makes sense. Yeah, out of them so far, that's. I just also I've also been a big Justin Herbert guy, like we talked about. But um, the next, you know, the next one was uh, Caleb Williams at the one eight going before uh, Trevor Lawrence and uh, Lamar Jackson. What that was picked by me, by the way. Wait, say uh, it again. There's a lot of names flying there. Caleb Williams went at one eight going before okay. guys like Trevor Lawrence and Lamar Jackson. Uh, okay, that was a pick by me. What do you think of that? I think that, I mean, essentially, you're buying. So when you draft a, a rookie ahead of any, you know, anyone who's been proven, you're buying a lottery ticket, yep, right? That's exactly you're hoping what I was going to say. You're hoping to cash in. You're hoping it hits. Um, I, you know, he's going to be a, the only thing with Caleb Williams that, like, scares me away is his, like, mental state almost. Mm-hmm. It's like. He's like, well, I want to have you read all this crazy shit. Like, I want partial ownership and where I'm going, where I want this. And it's like, what the hell is going on in this kid's head? Like, I get the am, the ambition there, 100. percent But like, dude, get into the league first. All right, you're you're talking a whole lot of game. The NFL is a hell of a lot different. You're playing with grown men, mm-hmm. so but you're you're buying a lottery ticket, and I inevitably think it's going to pay off. Where he's going to land? New England, um, Chicago. Chicago. My bet, if I had a dollar to put down on it, I think he's going to go to Chicago. Um, I think they move Herbert. I mean, uh, not Herbert. I think they move Fields. If I'm looking into my crystal ball here, I think Fields ends up in Atlanta. That saves that mustache. Love it. I would Arthur love Smith. it. Um, I think a guy like, um, let's see, Drake May, Bo Nix, goes to um, New England. But... Yeah, I think that I think if I could see the future, I think that he ends up there in Chicago. That would be that'd be a good pick. I'd go back to back. I'd go with that, and I would take the best lineman if I'm Chicago. But hey, I'm not Chicago. Yeah. I'm just a guy here talking in my basement. <laughs> uh, for me, it was between Caleb and Trevor Lawrence, and we talked about it. Trevor Lawrence has underperformed his generational talent uh, tag. Uh, you know, fantasy right. football wise, I think that's fair to say he hasn't really yeah. lived up to that. So mm-hmm. why not take the gamble on the guy that people are calling the next Mahomes, which I think is a little foolhardy because you know nobody thought Mahomes was going to be Mahomes, uh, right? Chicago, the Chicago thought uh, Trubisky was Mahomes. Look how well <laughs> exactly. that ended up. Exactly. So you know, 
I wanted to take the gamble on that. And right. um, what did you think of Lamar going before T Law? Is that are you okay with that? Because that actually goes into we forgot to talk about it the Cam Newton conversation, uh, game game managers versus uh, game changers, and you know Lamar over T Law is game changer over game manager in my opinion. I mean, I think they're like similar in points. I think Lamar has the chance to give you the more you know flashy points with the running. But there's also games where Lamar can give you like 15. Right. And I think, and I think whereas Trevor Lawrence, I mean, he may have one game like that, but he's not going to have as many as um, Lamar Jackson. So I would be taking Law. Uh, that's just my, I mean, but I'm biased. I don't know why that's my guy, but he's my guy. I got to ride so, it out. You know what I mean? As of right now, Lamar is QB4 with an average of 20 points per game, and T Law is QB11. With a seventeen point nine point points per game, so it's a, a little over two points difference. Okay, um, and that is partly because you are right. Lamar is going to have those weeks where he's just going to disappear, but right. he's also going to give you. And this is why I think this person drafted Lamar over T Law, and I would have probably done the same. Um, I want those 30, 40 point weeks he's going to get you with you know, throwing two touchdown passes and running for two more and running for right. 70, 80, 100 yards. You know yeah. what I mean? I yeah. want that opportunity, you know, right. to have you that. Just, and you want to have a horse holes. in the race. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> next one, and this is, you know, you had to hop off the live, but uh, TJ, and I, TJ and I had started talking about it. Um, Chris Olave, and I actually, I talked about this on a podcast uh, that you uh, a solo episode. Uh, Chris Olave went at the three two, so third uh, third round second pick. Michael Pittman went at the six the sixth round the first pick. So why why do you think that is? I, I you know what I don't know because if anyone I'm taking I'm taking Pittman because of the upside that he has with Richardson that's coming up. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas you don't really know what you're getting with, with um, David Carr or Derek Carr, whatever Carr does. Um, and whatever he hasn't really, he, has, he hasn't really shown me that much. You know what I mean? He picked that high, right? Yeah. So I think a lot of people are, because you and I did the rankings episode and I believe you had a lobby at 12 and mm-hmm. I had him at 13, 14. Uh, back so right. a few months ago, um, we were kind of buying into the hype, buying into you know Derek Carr being the quarterback, but Michael Pittman, man, I think there's a there's a world where Michael Pittman and Chris Olave are a lot closer than three rounds apart yeah. from each other, right? Uh, points wise, because right now Pittman's wide receiver eleven, and Olave's wide receiver seventeen. So okay. How is and that? I think Pittman's so underrated. I I think he is one of the most underrated wide receivers in this league. Yeah, absolutely uh, has to be. So I pulled this up earlier, but I, I gotta I forgot to write it down. But the four games with Anthony Richardson at the helm, he had twenty two catches, two hundred twenty two yards, and one touchdown. That's good. That mm-hmm. is very good. Um, and to you know, go off the fact that Richardson didn't play off, you know, the whole four games, you know, he left at, you know, X amount of time. 
I think I want pieces of that Colts offense now before it's too late. Uh, I think Michael Pittman uh, right now, obviously he's a uh, low end wide receiver one. I think that is his, you know, floor going forward. I think, you know, when Jonathan Taylor is ready to go and healthy, Mm -hmm. we saw when he was um, the lead back, he was producing. I think when Anthony Richardson, you know, returns next year, it's wheels up. Uh, I mm-hmm. think he's, you know, I have him still as a top 12 dynasty uh, quarterback. And, you know, he's going to sh- prove out to why I had him ahead of CJ Stroud pre-draft. I think Josh yeah. Downs is a very nice slot receiver. And I think it's wheels up for that team. I think the Colts are going to be starting good to put next stuff year. To, They're starting to put it together. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I so think, yeah, I think they're putting the, it together. I think the, do you agree good. with the Pittman over a lot? Yeah, you said you you do agree Pittman over a yeah, lot. Yeah, I would take. I think Pittman. Yeah, I think they're I a think lot closer he's, than people underrated. Yeah, I think they're a lot closer than people want to admit. To be honest, that's just my. I think they're a lot closer, and but I think Pittman has more upside than um, Olave does. I think it's mostly just age that people prefer Olave and the draft capital and all that stuff and mm-hmm. the vertical ability. And, um, I, I, you know, I thought it was going to be this smash with Carr, and it really—I mean—he's had a very good season. I can't lie, but that that team is going to be in flux soon. Right you know, with Carr, probably going to be not long. Uh, Kamara going to be gone. Who knows? So yeah, you know. I think Pittman's a safer pick in yeah. Indy. Um, no, I agree with one, that. The next thing I want to talk about is the tight end run that kind of happened. And you love to see it because we have been waiting for this tight end landscape to change. Uh, in the fourth round, we had four tight ends go off the board within picks mm-hmm. of each other. Uh, it started with TJ Hawkinson, a pick 4.2. Laporta at 4.4, Bowers at 4.6, and Kincaid at 4.9. We're here, baby. The tight end landscape okay. is is changing. Uh, Kelsey actually right. went at 4.10 right after Kincaid. But, you did know. I, who, it, took, who took him? I didn't take I, him. No, I don't think you did. I thought but I... It, it, it's beautiful to see, you know, two rookies in there. Uh, TJ Hawkinson, who was a, you know, top three tight end, uh, and then Bowers, who hasn't even touched an NFL field yet, who's going to be a top 15 NFL draft pick and a top six or seven dynasty startup pick or dynasty rookie draft pick right. in tight end premium leagues. It's, it's, I'm so glad that this has finally happened. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think it's happening the way you like it. I think Laporte is going to be that guy though. Laporte. Yeah, I mean, Kincaid. that's fine. I, that that's fine. I don't think, you know, if it ends up being Laporta over Kincaid, it is, you know, I don't see anything wrong with that, but I don't think they're going to be far off. Right. You know what okay. I mean? I think, you know, the years of Kelsey being the God of the tight end room and yeah. then, you know, it's, he's tight end one and then tight ends like three, Kittle. four and five or, you know, null and void because they're so far off of the one. I think yeah. those days are ending. I think we're we're just we're we've hit. We finally we're finally here, baby. We're finally at we're where finally tight ends here. matter. Tight ends, tight ends matter again. It's great. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, yeah. 
Which one of those four are you taking first? Out of what? The Porta, Hawkinson, Bowers, and Kincaid? Kincaid. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... I think, well, you know, we talked about it just a little bit ago that the the lottery ticket's always fun. But, I mean, I think Laporta. I would take Laporta probably. Okay. Actually, yeah, I'm going to say I'm going to take Laporta because, I, I mean, he's a, he's dude, he's a stud. He is a stud. I he can't looks deny really it, but I, I good, still, dude. I would still take Kincaid. He's, he's been a very solid number two for the Buffalo Bills. And, you know, when he's healthy, he's been a stud, too. Yeah. And when they've used him. Yeah. Because it didn't really start right mm-hmm. off. But yeah, for me it right. would be Kincaid, Laporta, uh, Laporta and Hawkinson. I think are like you know two A two B to me. So if you were to say one or the other, that's fine. And then Bowers mm-hmm. would be right behind them. And I think he, when he steps on an NFL field, he might even be tight end one or two when he touches a field. Yeah, he so, doesn't drop the ball. Uh, the last thing I want to say is. Uh, the ADP or the average draft position did not uh, update to the point we had liked, obviously, because Puka Nakua uh, yeah, going yeah. in the 10th round caught all three mm-hmm. of us off guard, and nobody saw that coming. Yeah. Uh, that was the steal no, that of was the draft. A... Absolutely, yeah. It was a holy shit. We forgot about him. Yeah, we, we um, really did. Yeah, I was like, I damn. I see a Cooper. I could see a Cooper Cup um, type of maybe not to the to the extent, but I could see a Cooper Cup esque um, turnout for Puka because we're starting to see it already. Yeah, and I think he inevitably next year, and that's what I'm banking on because we talked about our my trade, you know, in other in other episodes that uh, he's eventually he's taking over next season. Next yeah. season, he's going to be the one. Cooper Cup is going to be inevitably done at some point, right? That no, ankle he, can't stay healthy, man. No, no. There's no that way. Sucks. Yeah, you hate to see it. He he turned on late, though. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything else uh, from the from the draft you want to talk about? Mm, no, I thought it was fun. I like doing it. I can't wait to actually actual do an actual draft. Yeah, the actual rookie draft is going to be, yeah. you know. When that when that time comes in April and the NFL draft hits and then our rookie drafts come far not far after that it's 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 coming and you know we're gonna get say, a first hand we, look we're gonna get a we first do hand the, look at the Senior Bowl yeah a lot yeah. some of these guys so we're gonna have the inside track on who we can draft yeah uh, <laughs> so you were gonna ask like when is our rookie draft I haven't really decided yeah. yet obviously it's gonna be after the NFL draft there are leagues that do it before and uh, it's fun. But uh-huh. it's a fucking gamble and a half because, you know, what happens if you take Caleb Williams at the 102, but he ends up getting drafted in the fourth round of the NFL yeah, draft? Right. Like, like oh, that's well. not going to happen. But right. in it's, it's like a that. huge gamble. Right. Uh, you want to talk about some of these games for this week? Uh, I got one game in my mind, and that's Eagles and Seahawks. But Yeah, um, we'll get to that one. We'll get That's the Monday night game, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they got flexed. So, yeah, they did. They did. Uh, we have games on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Do you like that? Dude, I want Saturday games so goddamn bad. You know yeah, what? True. Me and you are Man. both big wrestling. We're both big wrestling guys. And when they move the pay-per-views to Saturday night, it's like Loved a it. whole event, dude. I love yeah. it. You got you don't got no work the next day. You can drink a couple uh bush Bruce lights. Keith. Yeah. Oh, and you okay. can, but, dude, I love Saturday games. I wish the hell they would do it. 
um, mm. all year. Obviously, I get it with the, you know, college football, TV deals and stuff. And yeah, college, and all yeah. that. But I think it's inevitable. We're, you know, 10 years from now, we're going to have football every day of the week with the Thursday yeah, night games. So many fucking injuries. Yeah. We're going to have to stop fantasy leagues at the week 10 yeah. with the amount of injuries we're going to have. For real. Um, First game I have Lions Broncos. Lions are four and a half point favorites. The Lions, honestly, dude, have fraud alert written all over them right now. You think so? And the Broncos are fucking red hot, man. Well, I mean, the Lions are nine and four. You think they're there? You think they're frauds or, uh, dude? They have like you know they've lost some games. They've you know lost four games. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> they've found ways to win games that they should have lost like that bears game three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just have not looked like that same team that went on that run in the beginning of the season. Uh, when I say fraud alert, it's a little, it's a little jokingly, but they have not been as strong as people have made them out to be these past few weeks. And it's alarming because this is when you should be getting your stride. Right. You know, I, I, I can I can agree with that, but like at then at the same token, I'm really enjoying watching for some reason good Lions football. Um because yeah. yeah, I'm I'm thirty one years old and they've they've sucked every single year, I think, since I've been alive. Mm. Um it's just fun to watch. I I like Dan Campbell. I think he's a goofball, I think he's like a maniac. Yeah. Um and I think it's just good for that, you know, Detroit culture, the you know, the, the football culture that they have there is is one that like isn't talked about really enough. But, um, you know, there's such a, you know, strong, passionate fan base and they deserve a good goddamn team. They deserve a You know, good product on the field. Like, can you imagine sitting here and watching the Eagles for 31 years and being like, they just get fucking destroyed week in and week out. Yeah. You, you no, know, you're not you, wrong. You force two Hall of Fame uh, transcendent, you know, guy football players at their respective positions to retire early. Um and now that you know every we you know it was a tradition to watch the Lions get you know shit on every Thanksgiving, but now they're you know they're competitive. Oh, they're they're putting a team yeah. out there, dude. And I think after you know the, the bridge that is Jared Goff, eventually you know it has to lead to someone leading this team into the future. And I think they got a bright future, dude. And I think it's yeah. I don't I wouldn't say frauds, but I think they're like just on the they're still going up. I think yeah. on the roller coaster. Yeah. I think they're 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 not ready just yet. I think their their horse hasn't left the stable just yet. But I this division's there's the win though. Oh yeah, but the uh, another game I was just about to mention the Packers have been hot. The Packers mm-hmm. have looked better. Um, they're three and a half point favorites against Tampa Bay this week. Um, Jordan Love has really come around mm-hmm. these past several weeks. Uh, he's looked better. Um, what do you think of Jordan Love? What do you think of this game? I think he's like. Like his stock is going up a little bit. I think he's, you know, still has some games to prove. Um, he's still, what is he on one year next year? Yeah. So he's got a next year prove it deal. And if he can, can keep the consistency, then, you know, I think, I think they got finally got something. And they should really, I would hope they would learn from what they did with Rodgers, you know, and did they do it they, with even with Farf? Build with this guy. Stop taking mm-hmm. offensive linemen every single goddamn year. Like, well, you, there's nothing you know, wrong with that, but I get what you're saying. Give them talent. Right, like, but you don't well, need 30 offensive linemen, and then you have, you know, Ray Finkel out there catching passes. You know what I mean? Sure. You need, you need, give him a stud wide receiver. It's, it, it, every team has one. Yeah. Cause it you know what I mean? Christian Watson, unfortunately. No, I don't, He's I don't think again. so either. I forgot to mention him in the injuries. He's out again. 
Romeo Dobbs is good. I like Romeo Dobbs. Jaden um, Reed is very good. Jaden Reed is good. But go out and just draft a guy, dude. Take mm. a freaking risk. And the wall in the first they they are historically a second round wide receiver draft pick. I, I just don't get reason. it. I never got it. I never understood that. But they I mean, you know, Dobbs and Reed and Musgrave, they all look good. I mean, Musgrave can't stay healthy either, but um I think the Packers win this game against Tampa. Do you agree? I think it's gonna be closer than we think. Actually, no, I'm taking Tampa. Tampa? All right. Screw it. I mean, that's I'm fine. taking Tampa. I'm taking Mike Evans TD. That's a good one. I do like that. I like that. Um, Tennessee, three and a half point favorites against the Houston Texans. Now, this is a Texans team without CJ Stroud, most likely without Nico Collins, with without Will Anderson. Um, I think the Titans win this one. Was it? Oh, yeah. 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 That's pretty. Pretty uh, set in stone, I think. I think so. When that, it's going to be. Levis uh, got that absolute dog in him. Don't. Oh don't my god! It. I know you love him so much with that one ninety nine yard game, dude. Look at him. He had three hundred yards this past week. Look at him. Again, another three hundred yard. Again, game. come on. Talk about the frauds. second one. Uh, come on. Talk about frauds. Hashtag coffee and mayonnaise, dude. Hashtag, but they they never mind. We're not even. Gonna call, <laughs> how can you call them frauds when they just beat Miami? No, 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 no. Him. Oh, shut up. Just, no. just anyway, William Levis. <laughs> um, I think the Titans win this game. I think, I think pretty handily too. Mm-hmm. Um, three and a half points seems a little generous because I obviously both these teams are not great. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think the Titans probably win by a touchdown. In yeah, this one. I could see uh, that. The next one we got a lot of stake in is uh, Dallas versus Buffalo. Buffalo's oh God! Come on, Josh! <laughs> come on, Josh! The Bills are one and a half point favorites. Um, yeah, but it, if they're uh, in Buffalo, if, yeah, if Buffalo could pull this one out for us, you know that'd be great. That'd be splendid. Uh, if Dalton Kincaid can get this done for us, that would be splendid. Yeah, uh, I do think, I do think the Bills should win this game. I think Dallas coming off of the absolute spanking that they did against the Eagles, yeah, you know, that was their. That was their target, and now mm-hmm. they're like, okay, you know, they might be smelled themselves a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think Buffalo wins this. I'll never take the Cowboys. Um, Buffalo wins. I think Josh, just because you, we you talked about how much stake we have in the game, I have one one team in the fantasy playoffs. I'm a six seed, and Josh Allen's my quarterback. I, I got a ton. I got a ton in this game. You um, got a whole sirloin in that st- in that stake yeah, right there. Yes, come on. Um, I think they win. They're at home. Um, I think it might be. I think you might see a Kincaid touchdown. I think you might see your boy. Um, what's his name? The he, his name's escaping me. Um, Khalil Shakir. Second year wide. Yeah, touchdown by I him. Like Khalil Shakir. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, your boy. I think Ceedee Lamb goes off in this one though. Again. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I mean, that's just a given now. At this he's point. just too damn good. Dak, as much as I hate to admit it, is playing out of his mind. Yeah, he's. Um, I think he's the. Uh, is he the MVP favorite in your mind right now? Dude, my MVP favorite is isn't like it doesn't make. I guess it's never going to happen. But I, uh, Christian McCaffrey, CMC is my would be like makes sense. Like, yeah, I wish I wish it wasn't just a quarterback award because it just goes without saying it's a quarterback award. 
but like mm-hmm. CMC is having a historic season. Like he's having the craziest season that we've ever seen alive. Us two alive as a, you know, a football, watching a football player. He's ridiculous. One, that that's a good one. I think another one that deserves consideration is Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Tyreek Hill's been playing out of his mind as well. I agree with that, but I mean, it I sucks. Think it's such a wire. It's a, such a quarterback award, dude. But yeah, if it's if we give it to a quarterback, I think it, I think it's going to be Dak. It's 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 him over Purdy for me, pretty heavily. Dude, such a weird like who? What are the odds right now? It's like that year of the Super Bowl where it was Nick Foles, Tom Brady, Blake Bortles, and Case Keenum. Yeah, it's the, like uh, oh my god, in the championship dude. games. Um, last game we got here, our Philadelphia Eagles taking on the Seattle Seahawks. The Eagles are three point favorites. I believe this one is in Seattle. So that being three point it favorites is. there is pretty nice. Uh, um, I think that's the Geno Smith effect. Yeah, sorry. I'm looking for the. I'm looking for the a damn MVP. There we go. Sorry, the MVP um, odds. Odds. Yeah. So it's Dak, Purdy, Allen, Mahomes, Tua, <laughs> Jordan Love. Is that just quarterbacks, or is wait, there any? Wait, never mind. Else? I don't know how to. I don't know how to read. I didn't graduate. Um, this was the most regular season total passing yards. Passing touchdowns. I was like, um, wait a minute. How the hell is Well, the way this is set up here is like so goddamn hard to find. Dude, where is it? Sounds like user error. See, yeah, season future, season awards. Here we go. Um, NFL. Ooh, I don't. I think I like the other one better. And, <laughs> and the MVP, the MVP odds. Brock Purdy is the favorite, followed by Dak Prescott, Lamar Jackson, Jalen, Josh Allen, Tyreek Hill. Um, ew. Yeah, I. Uh, Ugh. But yeah. yeah, let's get into that game. What do we think is going to happen? I think the Eagles are going to win this. Hopefully, yeah. Please um, God, dude. We've please just God been getting smacked yeah. the past two weeks. It's been rough but, because we've been put on fraud alert mm-hmm. recently. And, and you uh, know what I mean. Everyone, everyone loves to see when that happens to us. You know, yeah. When it happens no, to the Eagles, wrong. everyone loves it. But I think it, we're. I mean, I'm not going to say we're not going to get smacked because I think DK is going to run all over us. He's going to run up and down and up and down. That's if my you can, biggest fear is yeah, because ha- hammer him over a hundred yards. Yeah, my because I was just about to say, do you remember what was it two years ago when we played them and he just made Slay like mm-hmm. he gave Slay problems and all night long. It was an absolute yeah. nightmare. Um, yeah, it, it could be it could be a a rough defensive game. Hopefully, it, it hopefully yeah, yeah, we can I, keep up. I think it's going to be it's going to be rough, but it's the de- their defense is just as bad as ours. Has been playing just as bad as ours. Um, yeah. So I think if anything, it's going to be high scoring as hell. But I think the Eagles win it like 31-24. They, they need a statement win. They need like yeah. that big game because we need like a forty-eight week. Yeah, what's it been like? We put up nineteen the past two weeks or something like that. We didn't even have an offensive touchdown last game, dude. Yeah, it's, it's like it's scary hours here right now. You know, we need a statement I, win, dude. Last game, last game, I, I looked at the TV, looked at my clock, and I'm like, Eagles do not deserve me being tired tomorrow morning at work. <laughs> I'm going to goddamn bed, and I close my eyes. I wake up like all days. Oh, I look at the TV and, and fucking Jalen Carter's fucking hoofing down dude with the ball. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like sitting there. I'm like, oh shit, go, and I'm like. All right, I'm done. <laughs> I looked down at the square. I'm like, fuck, fuck this, man. I'm out of here. Went to bed. Um, but yeah. hopefully that's not the case on Monday. I'm hoping I'm seeing, uh, you know, just just 
kick their ass, dude. What else can I please. say? Kick their ass, please. Is it? Um, do you do you see this being a Rashad Penny return home game? No, no. Does he actually play? Are we paying him a million dollars for nothing? Like he's getting it. Like he has been inactive for for thirteen if, games. Like if Rashad Penny is on your dynasty roster right now, start him. No, I'm kidding. Uh, cut yeah. him. He's become a roster clogger at this point. Start. You should have cut him. Guys. You should have cut him like seven. Yeah, I was ago. just hoping. You, could, you know, I was looking at the tea leaves of you know DeAndre Swift's health and uh, yeah, you know who knows, but you know. Penny's become a roster clogger at this point. I, I'm pretty <laughs> confident in cutting him on dynasty rosters, but yeah, uh, I think the Eagles win this. Hopefully, please. I agree. I agree. Um, so that will do it for us here at the Dynasty Dog Podcast, brought to you by Win Daily Sports. You can follow us on the X at uh, Dynasty Dog Rich. You can follow Mike at Dynasty Dog Mike, and we will talk to you soon. Later.